0: And the second episode of this year has just started. What is up, my dude?
1: Hey, uh, John. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, it was an interesting week this week, wasn't it?
0: Oh, dude, definitely. Deliver the best streak that they've had. Um, Manchester City keeping up the pressure and Leicester City dropping points and Chelsea dropping points.
1: Yeah, it's been... Um... It's been a, quite an interesting week if you really think about it. From if we're, if we were to say from the beginning of November to where we are now, the table has really changed. Uh, besides the top of the table, everything else has really gone up and down.
0: Yeah, man, it's been very interesting. And like a lot of the teams that are trying to keep the pressure on Liverpool seem to have just slowly just slipping away. Every now and there's a point here and there, nothing too big, but it's looking promising for Liverpool.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I I honestly think now um, you guys are running away with it. You just got to keep up what they're doing. Just keep moving along game by game. And I think the title is looking like it's going to go to Liverpool at the moment. Um,
0: Look, obviously, as myself being a Liverpool fan, I don't want to start making assumptions just yet. But yeah, like it's looking really strong. The team doesn't look like it's easy to beat. Um, but we'll see like this weekend in match day 18, Liverpool aren't playing. So it's a chance for all the teams that are pushing for it to try and put pressure on you come the- back to the Premier League.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's the big thing with this match day 18. If you really look at the fixture, if you really get into the fixtures right, uh, at the moment, um, the biggest thing is, I think it actually helps Liverpool is that from the Top seven teams, the top, there's four teams who are playing each other this weekend. You have Spurs who uh, host Chelsea, and you also have City who are hosting Leicester this weekend. Yeah. So you could easily see four points there going away. Because if that Man City Leicester game is a draw, somewhere you guys, I mean, um, Liverpool, come out as winners because both teams will drop two points. and There's four points that just uh, disappear from there.
0: Leicester's got a tough one because, like, obviously Leicester are playing City, as you just said, um, yeah. they're both going to want to take maximum points. So I think for Liverpool's sake, the best option there will definitely be the draw. I mean, if both teams can mm-hmm. drop two points against Liverpool, be something great for the Reds.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big thing at the moment. You you could you're hoping for the draw there, and then comes from there. And I also think uh, the way the fixture list in December is. It, ha- it won't affect you that much, I think. Um, I actually watched the game yesterday where you guys uh, played Monterey. And the squad and things, I think you guys will be ready for the 26th again, huh? when you in that big game against Leicester.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Liverpool do have to play Flamengo, though, in the final this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, well, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure when they come back, they will be ready. But I think... A- the bubble's got to burst at some point. Um, as much as I would love yeah. to see Liverpool continue the streak, it's not an easy thing to keep going. I mean, the bubble has to burst, and I'm just, I'm scared of when that day is actually going to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. And 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 that's the thing. You say the bubble's got to burst, but oh, it, it, as a squad now, I don't think there's a better team in the world at at the moment. And saying that, we look at the reverse of it now we go to Goodison this week in mm-hmm. Liverpool and you have Everton was Arsenal as the first game of the weekend. And you're thinking to yourself, right, did Ancelotti really go to Everton? Are Arsenal really kicking themselves right now? Man,
0: yeah, no, like, <laughs> that's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, Ancelotti at Everton was something I don't think anyone could have expected. Uh, You're yeah. also hearing these rumors about that I- Ibrahimovic is potentially going to go there. That they've potentially yeah. got Gareth Bale signed. I mean, yeah, that's all speculation. But the fact that they got Ancelotti, it's making some people's heads turn and say, "Are Everton going to start like meaning business now, or what's going to happen?" And yeah, Arsenal going through this really, really rough patch. I mean, shame for Arsenal fans. It must be a tough time to try and support the club. Um, it yeah. must be quite shocking. I would have loved a manager like Ancelotti, but to go to yeah. Everton, an interesting game on Saturday. The first game is going to probably set a tone for the rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah, and and the thing with Arsenal management now. So you see, uh, Mikela uh, Teta has left uh, Man City, so it looks like he could be on his way there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I recently, actually, also read that up recently. Um, nothing's been confirmed yet, but like I'm pretty certain that's going to happen. And. Some Arsenal fans that I've spoken to have said like they're very nervous about it, understandably. The yes. guys never managed the club. But he's also learned from Pep Guardiola. I mean, that's something that they should really take solace in. I mean, although I do think Pep, Pep is a great manager, I do think there are some managers that are probably a bit better than him. But, yeah. I mean, he's one of the world's best. I mean, he's won everything that there is to be won in football. So yeah. you can't go wrong with someone who's learned under that man.
1: Yeah, uh, 100% there. And uh, just uh interesting way all these teams have actually set up for this weekend. And then you look at the mid table and the lower team uh, battles this week because there's so many of them going around. You have Brighton versus Sheffield, with both teams are stuck in the middle there thinking to themselves, right, we could be close to being safe come February here. Norwich mm-hmm. and Wolves, Norwich really needing a point or something because. They actually did well against Leicester this week to get a one-one draw, sure. and they really need more points now to just to get out of there.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like they've got one win in their last five. Despite yeah. drawing to Leicester, maybe that could be a stepping stone into some bigger things coming in the next few matches. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. So, talking about the Sheffield United game, Sheffield United are looking pretty strong, I think, actually, at the moment. They're sitting seventh. They've won their last two. Uh, yeah. They're definitely going to provide a tough game for Brighton. And Brighton have been scoring goals. They're looking a lot better than the, the Brighton of last year, in my opinion. But they've also they've drawn their, loss to their last two. So Sheffield have won. Brighton have drawn. I do see Sheffield giving Brighton a pretty tough time despite being at home.
1: Yeah, yeah 100%. And um, if you look over to... Uh, what's coming up on Sunday. There's a big Super Sunday coming up there. I don't, I don't think we've touched on it yet. The first game we see United go to bottom of the log Watford at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and watching that game this weekend, I was like, I almost felt bad for uh, Watford. It's like, they created so many chances against Liverpool. They did everything. And I'm like, it honestly looks like they're going to go down. They have nine points after 17 games. They're such a good squad, Troy Delafeo. I mean, like, how is this team actually on the verge of going down at the moment?
0: Yeah, they look like honestly a team that's just suffering from like a mental block. Because yeah. like you said, they played probably one of the best games of the season against Liverpool. They created so many chances. They could have literally put two or three goals against the Reds. They just completely missed kicked shots at the goal. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. I mean, even Jurgen Klopp in his press conference said Watford came out to play and they made it extremely tough for us. And it was a very, yeah. very tough game. I mean, the commentators on the day were saying they are not playing like a team at the bottom of the log. So, yeah. we know that the potential is there. They just need to start backing themselves and making the, taking the chances when they do come.
1: Yeah. And another... Uh, Interesting game that's coming up here. Um that Bournemouth Burnley game. Bournemouth yeah. are four points out of the drop there, they've won one of the last five. They, they 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 did they did win their last game, which was against Chelsea last weekend, which was a bit of a snatch and grab there. Yeah. And <laughs> and now and now they're going to play a Burnley team who who have been okay this season. They've gone past 20 points and things like that. But if Bournemouth actually get a win here, they're going to go into halfway through the season or even get a point at 20 points. And do you honestly think that if you get 20 points now, you're going to be almost safe? Because if you look at that, the only four teams that will look to be in trouble would be Villa, Saints, Norwich and Watford.
0: Yeah, um, you're absolutely right because like, well, who else is in that mix there? There's, there's West Ham who's just below Bournemouth, Brighton just yeah. above. We don't see those teams having to have to struggle. But also, yeah. honestly, I, in my own head, I don't see Aston Villa or Southampton struggling either. So it's like a really weird delegation <laughs> battle happening there at the bottom. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, Bournemouth, we know they started off really well. They've gone through that mm-hmm. rough. They, they got a smash and grab, as you said. This weekend. I hope that they can turn things around because they do they're a team that seems to be well organized. They always seem like a team on paper that's primarily like the underdog, but they always come out and play well. Um he yeah. we, like you said, they've had a mixed season. I mean, their last five games, two wins, three losses. They're just a weird team. Like there's games you'll think and you'll say, Okay, Bernie will give this team a, a run, and then they like get a hiding. And then there's yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I think no, no, no,
0: no. can surprise him if they're not sitting on form, but if Bernie can come out to play, Bournemouth will struggle.
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the last game of the weekend? It's Spurs-Chelsea fixture. Spurs traveling, I mean, Spurs hosting Chelsea at the new stadium there, and Spurs uh, in some s- sort of form at the moment. They're going against a Chelsea team we haven't won one of the last five. Where do you think yeah. uh, they'll go?
0: Dude, I am super excited to watch that game. I'm not going to lie. Um, Mourinho going back to his old club, uh, playing, although he's yeah. playing at Spurs, but playing against his old club, it's always good. I mean, he was at Chelsea when he said he would never manage Spurs. And then he went to yeah. Spurs. And then at the press conference, when they asked him about it, he said, Well, it was before I got sacked by Chelsea. So <laughs> from that statement, there's a little bit of a grudge being held there. Hey? So I think Mourinho is keen to go back and Show Chelsea, like, just what they missed by letting him go. And, yeah, with, I mean, Tottenham are looking pretty decent. What, they've won four in their last five?
1: Yeah, four in their last five.
0: No, they're not looking like the Tottenham that was setting lights up in the previous seasons. But Dele Alli's coming back into form. I mean, something Mourinho has said to him has made that kid play again because he's looking great. We all yeah. know how great Son is. Um, Harry Kane is slowly picking up his goal-scoring form. So I think it's yeah. going to be a, <clears throat> a tough game for Chelsea because they seem to be able to create the chances but not put anything away.
1: Hmm. And 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 even with that, we have about, what is it, about 11, 12 days until we get in the transfer window. Always always say, no, Chelsea, don't have to buy, don't have to buy. And literally four weeks before the window opens, they're going through the worst patch of the season. Right? And, 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 do you think it's going to be that mass exodus again where thirty players go out on loan and they go for the established players again?
0: Um, I think they're definitely going to look for an established player in that defence. I think that is definitely what's been causing them a lot of problems. Going forward, they've been creating the chances. They just stopped teams from taking chances against them and actually putting the ball into the back of the net.
1: Yeah. And um, and like junior Christmas period now. So if we look at all these teams and stuff, it's been a heavy, heavy schedule. Most mm-hmm. teams now have played two games a week, some three games a week. Where do you think this is going? Now we still have another two weeks left of this of this crazy schedule coming up. So where do you see managers and the fixtures going forward? How do you think this one's going to play out? Because this is. Fans' favorite time, yeah. I'm not sure with so much of uh, managers.
0: Yeah, you from know, saying like someone needs to come in and do something about the scheduling because it's just unreal. Um, another one thing that comes to mind and for me in this whole thing is what Jurgen Klopp said. He says we we understand that these players are pay being paid huge money to play these games, and of course it's yeah. understandable that the fans want to see the matches, but we mustn't forget that these are still human beings that are out there on the field and if these guys get injured it's not only tough on the club but tough on that as a person I mean being injured as anybody in the world is not nice so imagine being a professional footballer you make your living by playing the game and now you're injured and you can't do that so it's really difficult and I do think what I've tried like if you try to think about it it's not
1: easy for the league to do anything yeah, because I, because I know they're going to have a winter break, I think in Feb, yeah. where they're going to have two. But I'm looking at it now. And since we're in December, we've had two game weeks Um, almost every week. This week we didn't because of the Carabao Cup midweek. But then this week, teams play t- on the 21st and 22nd. Next game week, every team plays on the 26th besides Wolves and City, which mm-hmm. is the 27th. And the next game week is the 28th. So you have a one-day turnaround. And then and
0: think it suits actually like yeah. the top teams because they've got the squads that they can do it. They can put their fringe players out. I'm worried about the teams that are sitting like seventh and lower who generally rely on their starting lineup to try and push something over the edge, you know? Like yeah. they have the squad that the big squads with the big money have.
1: True, one hundred percent. And yeah, I think it, I think it has to. Be. But the thing is we've but we've but we've said this for years now, where we're saying something has to be done, but on the other hand, we're like, yeah, we actually love this. So like two games a week, this is great fun. But I think it's as you think of the bigger picture of football, it's really is taking a toll at the moment. It's like with all the sponsorship, all the money that's gone into the leagues, I think the Premier League has suffered the most when it when it has come to the place.
0: Uh, yeah, like I mean Taking that aside, like when they brought in the, the, the new UEFA Nations League, I mean, yeah. just adding extra fixtures in now just because there's more money involved and someone can make more money, it's a bit crazy. Mm. But, yeah, now that yeah. being said, now we've spoken about most of the fixtures, let's go into the fantasy side of things, um, especially with Liverpool now being out, and a lot, I'm pretty certain a lot of people have at least three Liverpool players in their team. I mean, they're the top <laughs> squad in the league. They've got some players who are scoring goals, assisting goals. I'm pretty certain you have those players in. It's a yeah. tough time if you've got three Liverpool players in, you because know, they're not going to play this weekend.
1: No, and and, and it's, it's almost like a blessing if you look at the fixtures because I've been looking at, I mean, I've, I've been researching, I'm looking at the stats to do all of this. And it's almost a blessing that Spurs and Chelsea play and that Leicester and City play because you're looking at it now. Most of your managers now will have most of the... Sc- of your squad comprised of the top seven teams in the league now liverpool don't place so that's one team out the way and two out of the next six play each other so the only okay. teams that are, are next are sheffield wolves and manchester united mm. so if you're looking at that you could have teams taking points off each other quite badly this weekend and it's almost a. I think it's almost a blessing this weekend. If you, if you get a forty-point average this week, I think will be good enough. Okay. Um, because I don't see, with especially with these um, big games here, it's usually one player that goes off and really sets the world line, Like you saw last weekend with uh, Kevin De Bruyne.
0: Mm.
1: It's not going to be this huge game. It's going to be a five-nil It's going to be a 5, no, five, it's gonna be a five no game. And hat tricks galore, and your midfielder steps up with the assist. It's going to be a tight, cagey battle between both teams. And we look at so now you're looking at your smaller players who are going to come in now, but also that with the smaller players, rotations in. You're yeah. in the middle of, of 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 your December fixtures now. Are you really going to take a risk and take them out? So, what I'm doing is I have uh, Sadio Mane and um, uh, Andy Robertson. So I'm going <laughs> to sit them on the bench. I'm going to trust my players that I have. Uh, control and Rico will come on and I'm just going to play from there. And that's the big thing. You just got to trust your players at the moment because I don't think it's going to be a very big week this week. Um, and just got to work from there. Um, even with your captaincy picks this week, there isn't much to go on. Even though the likes of Deli Ali and um, Harry Kane do love the fixture against Chelsea, Can you risk it? Can you say, right, Mourinho's going to go up there? If he gets a 1-0 win, is he going to be happy? I think so. So can you actually think about the captaincy option there?
0: No, no, it's definitely difficult. Um, So what do you think potentially if, let's say, someone who has three Liverpool players and they still have the free hits available, what do you think of them taking the free hit for this game week to put in some other players and see what they can do with that? What's your opinion
1: on that? Yeah, so now if you have three and you have like a lot of injuries or or you have suspensions on the bench, use your free hit this weekend and right. think and look and look at your fixtures, look at who's in form. So, some of the things you can look at is Puki has scored three of his last four, but Norwich may have only picked up that draw versus Leicester, but he's still scoring. So, look mm-hmm. at Timo Puki, look at Raul Jimenez, eight of the last 10 games that scored or assisted. Sure. So, now these two teams are going up against each other. Could it be a 3 all draw and both of them go off? Hey, fantasy managers will be happy there.
0: Okay, so you're saying only if you've got those three Liverpool players and maybe one or two injuries, then it's worth considering taking the free hit.
1: Yeah, because what's going to happen now is this FA Cup is going to come in. And once the FA Cup comes in and the League Cup comes in, the thing is there is we have three of the big boys still in there. You have Leicester, Um, you have Man City, and Man United. So, which means there's going to be a double game week somewhere up there. And let's say you have uh, Man United, Leicester, and Man United almost out, and there's a FA Cup tie somewhere around there. You're going to need that hit. Let's say you have two Leicester, two City, two Man United, and Liverpool make it far in the FA Cup. Now, you could have a game week where you miss eight players. That's the time where you need the hit. I think three three is a bit short at the moment. Yeah, especially when,
0: when something like that's going to come up. Like, you need to try and find the most value for your points where you can. Yeah. 100%. In your opinion, your captain pick yeah. for the weekend, what's it go? Just give two options
1: Marcus Rashford. I don't ever say anything else.
0: Marcus really? Rashford. Anthony. Anthony. Okay. What about Anthony Marshall?
1: Martial's there and there, but oh. Rashford's on free kicks, he's on pins, the mm-hmm. form is in, what he did against City, what he did against United, I mean, what he did against Spurs, uh, against bottom of the long watch, where they may score goals, but damn, he was the most transferred in player. I just can't see anything besides that. If you're looking for your outside of your, outside of the bet, I would say go Kane, and then Puky. Okay. But, Other than that, I'm looking at Rashford this weekend. It is such a good pick. And, yeah, we have to go from there. And maybe this luck is a big... This obviously would be a major risk. But
0: what about James from United? I mean, if you watch him play, he's all over the place. His pace is insane. He's always there. He's always either creating a chance or taking an effort. If he can maybe come in, put a goal, and maybe get an assist or two assists as a midfielder... It's a big risk, but it could maybe make those guys who are sitting fifth or sixth in their league and are keen to push themselves to the top to put themselves in a position to get there. I mean, that's what's going to happen now. At these stages, the guys who are sitting at the top of their leagues, all minus have really good teams, and they know now who they need to have Mm -hmm. to keep themselves consistently doing well. If you want to try to catch those type of guys, you need to do something completely risky. And I think a player like... Is that type of risk that you could take.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing now. It, it is your calculated risk and this is the perfect weekend to do it because we don't know what's going to happen this weekend. I say yeah. it's a low scoring weekend and if James comes up with two goals and no one has him and, and you will put a captaincy on him, my word, could that be a good pick.
0: Yeah. So yeah. It's always over risk. It's a high risk, high reward type of scenario.
1: Yeah, high risk, high reward. And that's the thing. That This is why we love fantasy sports. It's, High risk, high reward, and us. Oh, it's gonna be a good game week. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, a really great one. Anything
0: else you wanna add on for fantasy managers? Something maybe they haven't thought about, something that you have?
1: Yeah, um next uh week, uh the red car I mean the five yellow cards get rescinded. So okay. the, some players to work out, look out for is likes so of Jack Greedish and things. If you're gonna bring him in, just watch out, he has one more game week so if he does pick up a card this week he will be suspended for the next one so just look out there and the fixtures are coming thick and fast now make sure your bench is okay, make sure your players are fit and they are going to play teams are playing 26th, 27th uh, 29th, 30th and the 1st, there's 3 game weeks in about 8 days make sure your squad is fit And make Mm. sure you have enough cover on the bench.
0: Okay. Yeah, that definitely sounds like some good advice there. Like, with with all the teams rotating, you're definitely going to want guys who will come on and potentially get you some decent amount of points to keep you in the fight in all your leagues.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's the biggest way you can move up now.
0: All right, awesome. Andrew, always good to chat to you about footy, man. Keen for the game week. Let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, it was a good one, Ty. Cheers. See you next right, week, bud. Have a lekker one. Cheers.
0: And thanks, for everybody, for listening. As many as you are listening, we really appreciate you. Cheers.